Equity is brought to you by ExaCrunch, that prodigious TechCrunch paywall you keep running into. You can break through that paywall at a steep discount if you use the promo code EQUITY. If you do, you'll get access to our best stuff and you'll make Equity look really good internally at the same time. Enough of that, let's start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning and welcome to Equities Monday episode, our weekly primer where we catch up on the news and, as always, explore the numbers behind the headlines. My name is Alex Wilhelm. Today is May 10th, 2021. This year is flying by. But here we are, coming off a weekend in which we had to deal with Elon Musk going on an American variety show called Saturday Night Live, which means that you and I have heard more about Dogecoin than we ever needed or wanted to, especially in the last couple of days. The bad news is that there is yet another meme coin that is skyrocketing. Yes, you can sigh. But on a more serious note, kicking off the week, global stocks are mixed, cryptos are up a couple of points more broadly, and there are still a bunch of corporate earnings for us to track. This week, we'll hear from Palantir, DoorDash, Airbnb, Alibaba, among others. But let's start with what happened over the weekend, and there is good news in that pile of stuff if you like the sound of your own voice. All right, this weekend, Elon Musk failed to help Dogecoin's value after it fell sharply during his appearance on the SNL program. Doge has since recovered some, but the traders who were hoping for a free set of gains certainly got the opposite. As far as the SNL episode goes, do you need to watch it? The answer is no. I watched some of it last night, and Elon, as it turns out, does have many talents. Uh, Comedy is not one of them and that certainly showed up during the program. The Weekend Update crew did get a couple of jokes in, kind of at Elon's expense, so that was topical and slightly funny, but the rest of it was pretty blah. Oh, and by the way, Dogecoin is now passe. There's a new thing out there called Shiba Inu Coin. Yet another dog-themed cryptocurrency, and it is shooting much and much and much higher over the last day or so. The reason for this is pretty clear. If cryptos, some of them, are going to be stores of value instead of, you know, currencies or development platforms, what matters really is how much other folks value them. And apparently, there are a lot of people out there willing to wager that there are more folks like them willing to wager even more, and thus Shibu Inokoin goes to the moon. There's an economic theory about all that, it turns out. Turning to more serious news, Clubhouse, the popular group audio chat app, came to Android this weekend. If you are in the U.S. and if you have an invite, it's not clear what the service is hoping to do with yet another period of faux exclusivity, but here we are. Clubhouse, recall, is under pressure from Twitter's Spaces product, Discord's audio features, among other services. So to see Clubhouse roll out on the other kind of major mobile platform makes good sense. It just feels late. So we will keep tabs on the download numbers and the implied growth of its user base. But in the meantime, if you're on Android and you're in the U.S. and you have an invite, congrats. Welcome to Clubhouse. And finally, from the weekend, a huge American pipeline network was taken offline by ransomware. If you wanted to be terrified about how safe global infra is in the face of cyber attack, here's a good reason to indulge your fear. Reuters called the cyber attack, quote, one of the most disruptive digital ransom schemes reported and has prompted calls from American lawmakers to strengthen protections for critical U.S. energy infra from hacking attacks. Oh, Lord. That's also bad news for the crypto markets, as digital currencies are often demanded in ransomware schemes, leading to some politicians to say, hey, you know what, if people are going to use this as a form of extortion, maybe we shouldn't have it. But this entire pipeline fiasco is great news for cybersecurity startups, because it appears that most companies, at least here in America, are still run by folks who presume that the digital world won't come hunting for their company and its assets. Here's a pro tip, it will, and you better have your f***ing guard up. 
All right, so this morning, to save time for some funding rounds, just one bit of news that's breaking. The good news out this morning is that Google, which, quote, reaches more than half a billion people in India, according to our own Manish Singh, is turning its services into tools to help the world's second largest internet market fight the pandemic. Of course, we're talking about India, we're talking about COVID-19, and it's good to see Google do some work. Now, what does all this entail? Well, according to our own reporting, the search giant has, quote, rolled out a range of updates to its search, maps, YouTube, and Google Pay services in India to display and boost authoritative and credible information about the coronavirus to help people in the South Asian nation find vaccination centers and other resources to help navigate the crisis. To which I have a one-word response, and that response is good. All right, funding rounds. Now, my favorite recent funding round came from our own Ingrid London, she reports that StuDocu, that's S-T-U, Docu, kind of a shortening of student document, if you will, has raised 50 million USD for its note-sharing network for college students. Apparently, it has more than 15 million users. That's a lot. Per her reporting, StuDocu has, quote, built a big and profitable business by way of a platform to help source and share the best student-created class notes. So please file this under the EdTech is big category. And also as a reminder that there are so very many markets out there for software companies that it can feel nearly unlimited. And then there's news out from the world of super apps and big dollars, according to TechCrunch.com. Telkomsel, a unit of Indonesia's largest telecom provider, Telkom, has invested an additional $300 million in ride hailing and payments firm Gojek. The two firms said Monday, just months after the network provider wrote a $150 million check to the Southeast Asian firm. Whew, because what's $300 million more between friends? The story continues, noting that the announcement comes amid Gojek working to seal a proposed merger with e-commerce platform Tokopedia. The $18 billion deal that we have talked about on this show a couple of times would result in a new entity called GoTo, according to media reports. Telcom Cell's investment today likely makes it one of GoTo's top eight investors. That just goes to show how much capital has gone in, because if $450 million more only gets you top eight, it has raised a lot of money. We are short on time this morning, but one little note from me to round out our show. As both you and I know, I can spend a little more time than is healthy obsessing about the stock market. And one part of the stock market that I love to moon over is the value of software stocks. Now, from that domain, one observation. Last week, after some declines, the value of software stocks, measured, of course, as always, by tracking the Bessemer Cloud Index, fell to roughly its November price level. That means that all the growth from those companies in Q4 of last year and Q1 of this year has been absorbed with no valuation gain. This is an implicit repricing of the value of software stocks and software revenue and software growth, a key technology category and driver of worth, if you will. It means that some of the 2020 mania concerning the value of software revenues is bleeding from the market in slow motion, and that could impact startup valuations, especially in the later stages of upstart growth. It's something to keep an eye on. All right, closing today, a brief reminder, you can follow Equity on Twitter at EquityPod. I, of course, post under the handle at Alex, and this podcast is back on Wednesday with something that I think you're really going to like. And EC Live this week is Jim Adler from Toyota AI Ventures and Nina Grooms Lee and Edwin Olson of May Mobility. That is Wednesday, May 12th at 1130 a.m. PSD, 2.30 p.m. EST. Of course, as always, those are free, so show up, say hello, and hear what they have to say. And with that, hugs and good luck from me to you. I'm getting my second vax, so if I disappear in the second half of the week, I'm in bed, send flowers. Okay, bye. Hold up. 